to linger here like this Hold your hand and steal a kiss or two On the front porch with you Hello and welcome to On the Front Porch with us, your regular Disney podcast. I am Tony Pascal and this is the Summer Series! Yeah, I'm Josh. Airhorn! I'm Josh. Airhorn! No. Airhorn! I'm Josh. Whitehead. <laughs> I'm the younger of us brothers, the big summer boys. Airhorn! 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna under, underlay a uh, a rap track right there and just like cool, cool, cool. have a guy in the back doing the swear swear it's gonna be great <laughs> and you're gonna see me jogging out in like a in like a tank top jersey and just like waving to the crowd and jumping up and down doing like I do and then I'm gonna get interrupted like three times while I'm trying to say my name it's gonna be great <laughs> <laughs> so sorry <laughs> no it's cool. <laughs> This is our, our... I got so excited. They just handed me this air horn, and I was just, like, so stoked. As Tony said, this is our uh, our regular Disney podcast, On the Front Porch with us. This week, we are going to be talking about the short that came before Incredibles 2 called Bow. It was very, very good, but I do want to preface this very short episode by saying that this is a big boy podcast... And not a little boy podcast for little boys. This is this is for adult ears, since we say bad words, the big summer boy b- words, and not for for little summer boys. So if you are smaller than let's say like three feet, that this man, dude, I love it when you like try to parent like exactly. <laughs> you give an exact cutoff. This is this. You have to be this tall to ride the ride. <laughs> And this is this is me holding out my hand at about three feet. So like if you're under this, <laughs> then this podcast is it's just not for you, you know? Yeah, three feet is really short, dude. Yeah. That I mean that's how yeah. that's how tall you have to be to ride the ride. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe we should just leave it up to like parental discretion. That's like the way to go, right? Yeah. But like if if everybody did that, then you'd have kids whose parents are just like, Yeah, whatever, ride ride whatever roller coaster you fucking want. Yeah, I mean, like, okay, whatever, we're moving on. <laughs> Why are we getting into this conversation? Okay. Josh, we're, our podcast is not going to throw anybody off the ride. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. We t- we're, talking about, we're talking about Bao, B-A-O, not the front of a ship. This is a, a short that I think is probably one of, one of the top shorts in a long time, Tony. I, I would say, oh yeah, it's similar to our top ten episode of, of Disney movies. I think that at some point we should do a top ten of our like favorite Disney shorts. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think that this is probably on that list for me, though. It's definitely not my favorite one, but I would probably t- put it in in that list. Yeah, I do have. Let's um, let's go ahead and also preface before we watch, like for real, do not listen to this podcast if you've not yet seen Incredibles two. <laughs> We're not going to do any Incredibles two spoilers, but like this short is good enough that you don't want any spoilers. Yes. So just like, like turn us off and come back to us in like a couple of months or weeks or whenever you you finally get around to Incredibles two. Yes. Because this is like a really 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 good short and it like will be ruined or like part of it will be ruined if you listen to it. Yeah, and and it, it I would say. This is one of those where I'm not going to tell you to pause just because there's not a way to look it up on YouTube yet. I would say when you have a chance to go see it, or if you've already seen it, then you're good. Then otherwise, 
don't listen to this episode yet. We put out a couple other really good summer series that are are really funny. So listen to those first. Watch the movie and then, or or just leave right after Bow, and then come come listen to this and then go back and see Incredibles two afterwards. Yeah, buy two tickets. Buy two tickets. For sure, that's the best way. Like, buy buy a ticket for like four o'clock. Leave after Bow, and then have a ticket ready for five o'clock after this ten minute podcast about Bow. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. That's how you should be doing it. So instead of telling you to pause, we're just going to expect that you've seen it or you're, you just walked out of the theater after Bow. So I've got some trivia for you, Tony, about Bow. Sweet. So I don't have that much trivia, but it was 2018, obviously. It just came out. The setting of the story was inspired by Toronto, Canada. Bow, cool. the word... I saw the Canadian flag at a couple spots. Yes. The word Bow is means baby, and often the... It's commonplace to refer to the youngest sibling or the youngest child as Bao Bao, meaning young baby, basically. And then the last thing that I have is that it was the first Pixar short to be directed by a woman. And her name is Domi Shi. I saw that. That's so great. Yeah. Really cool, right? I, I think that... And it's a great one. So, like, that's that's awesome. I want to, like, start us off, Josh, by, like, addressing... There's, like, a lot of weird controversy around this thing. Why? Yeah, so, like... Because, like, people, like, a lot of it comes from people who, like, really didn't, like, they're, like, saying, like, I didn't get it, like, I and, like, uh, people who, like, are, like, kind of frustrated and, like, making fun of the movie a lot. Yeah. Uh, and, like, basically, like, making fun of the, like, the cultural, like, what's happening in the movie and, like, kind of making light of it. Okay. Uh, and I, like for sure did not get that impression when I watched it. So I got to see Incredibles 2 about a week before it came out. Yeah. And, like, the people who I watched it with, like, that was not the interaction. So, like, there, there's all these, like, stories on online about people, like, like laughing and making fun during the, like, short. Uh, that was not the, like, impression that I got. No. Like, when I was watching it. Um, I don't know if that's how you got, like, what, what happened in your view. No. But, like, for me, like, people were, like, like shocked at the like moment of shock which we'll get to but like they were like they were like really impressed people were crying and like like outwardly like uh being emotional during the like uh the emotional scene at the end yeah and and i i agree that it it has it does have funny moments don't get me wrong there are funny moments oh yeah it should be funny uh but i i I agree that especially when it came to the beginning there i could see why people would uh, the, the things I've seen have sent, said things like, I don't like the drawing style. I don't like that everybody's so short or their faces are elongated in, in the way that they are. or They're, they're like smushed faces. And it's it's supposed to be representing a style of, of Chinese animation. That's, it, that's what it's going for. It, yeah. It's a very particular style of Chinese animation. And so when we're looking at this from our perspective, from, from a critical perspective, I think that that's a good way of doing it. I think that that brings more of a cultural truth to the story. And so, right at the beginning, we know that this is an Asian family, right? We, we can we can get that right off the bat, that this is, she's making dumplings, and she is looking out the window and sort of, like, sighs. She's sad about something. Yeah. And they, uh, the husband sort of throws down all of his dumplings and leaves for work, I guess. Yeah. And sort of the timing is is odd in this movie because it's all from her perspective. And I think that by the end of the day, at, at the end of the short, is it's been one full day, I think. Yeah, that's my understanding as well. Yeah, and so 
basically this story is about a one of her dumplings comes to life it's it's a baby and it's adorable and it's crying and we see it growing up and it's it's amazing there's a lot of really funny scenes with it growing up but ultimately what we see is that she keeps feeding it she's feeding it like cabbage or rolls or whatever and, uh, and it's super protective. She is um, very protective. Uh, uh, which makes sense. He gets, like, his face smushed and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but the but Bao wants to, like, kind of, like, branch out and play soccer. And, like, he's, like, kind of cool with getting his face smushed because, like, uh, he's having fun. He wants to branch out and, like, experience new people and things. Yeah, and, and more than that, he – it doesn't seem to hurt him, right? It, it, he gets his face smushed by a soccer ball, and it doesn't seem to hurt him. He, he just sort of – is like, oh, okay, well, I got my head is smushed now. I'm just going to keep doing, I'm going to keep trying to play. Mm-hmm. And she fixes him and takes him home and, like, cleans him in the in the frying pan. And she, like, feeds him some, some rolls on the bus or whatever. And it, this sort of continues. We see him growing and her, like, marking the little lines. And they're, they're bonding over eating, basically. Well, and other things, but yeah. Yeah, but that's the primary thing. We see them eating rolls whenever one of them is upset. Or whenever yeah. she's trying to make him feel better, or whatever. And as time goes on, he gets glasses, and he's getting a little bit bigger, and he has like these three cute little doe goatee on his chin, and he wants to go out and play soccer again. So he's like, he does it anyway, and she like pulls him away and like makes him go to his room, and he's like not having it. He's angry. He's not eating the the rolls anymore, and. He, like, kicks her out of his room. She, like, comes, checks into the room, uh, checks into his room, and he's, like, talking on the phone and eating Cheetos. And he, like, get out of here. It's very clearly, we we can see where this is going, I think, from our perspective. Yeah, like, so what we see, like, coming about is the, like, the mom is, like, overprotective and, like, too sheltering and, like, almost suffocating. Yeah. To the point where, like, at the end, like, there is, like, a literal, like, she is eating him, which is, like, the height of suffocation. Like, if in in the, like, in her, like, imagination, which is what this is, this is, like, a, like an allegory, like, well, if I can't have you, nobody can. Yes. Well, and I, I, um, I will say that before then, he comes home with, with a girl, and it, it seems to be out of nowhere, right? He comes home with a girl, and she's wearing a wedding ring, and she's like, what? I don't understand. It, it, yeah. It's all happening very fast for her. Yeah. And so I, it is, it's all from her perspective. Like I said, the timing is weird. And she, she's like sitting on the couch, like just dumbstruck. And the, the yeah. fiance. That is actually a really funny scene when she comes in and like her eyes just get so big, like whenever she shows the ring and then she's just sitting on the couch with her eyes giant. Yeah. It, it's a really funny and scene. And she, she like bow, bow, like hugs her leg. And the the fiance grabs all of his bags and he's like, I'm out. And she's like pulling on his arm to make him not leave. And she eats him. And I'm like, this is yeah. in my head when I was watching it, I was like, is this a story of her killing her son? Like, that's what I was thinking. She Right. And so that's like that's sort of how you're supposed to feel in that moment. Like, it's very jarring. Um, but this like whole thing, it probably didn't have like. This is an allegory, right? Like this is like a uh, a story. So like, she like she feels like it's happening really fast, even if it's not really. Like we see like really short segments, and like that's her like her experience is that like well like he was he was like my baby. We like played all all the time. We ate these dumplings, and then like 
all of a sudden he changed and was hanging out with other people uh, and, like, not hanging out with me and, like, yeah. I made him this dinner, etc. And then, like, all of a sudden he's getting married and leaving. Like, that probably didn't happen right away like that. But, like... Yeah. And then, like... And then... And then our relationship is sort of ended in that moment. Yeah. Is, like... Is the story. Um, and, yeah, that's really jarring. And, like, it's, like... It was, like, sort of amazing. Like, there's, like, an audible gasp of, like, what is happening? Yeah. Because, like, when that first happens, like... Because that is a strange thing to happen, right? But it's, like, the height of suffocation. Like, it is the, like... And, like, I think that she immediately regrets it, which is, like, also really important. Yeah, she's, right? like, holding like, on to her stomach, like, what have I done? What have I done? And and I think, yeah, in a way, she feels like... This is such a dark like, moment. It's in a way, so I think dark. she feels like she did kill him. Like, she, she, she ruined him by not letting anybody else have him. Or, like, she that she relu- she ruined their relationship. Yeah, she, she, like she, she swallowed their relationship. For, yeah, she feels responsible for the, like for the fact that they haven't talked or seen each other. Well, and I think um, that part of this, too, looking looking back on the fact that this is still a dumpling, right? It, it's, it doesn't look much larger than it did when she first created it or when she first found it. And it's fragile. She knows it's fragile because she remembers it being a dumpling. Hmm. And so, like, whenever things continue to happen throughout the thing, it's because she knows that this is a miracle, that this thing is alive. And so, mm. it, it what if she can't? What what if this doesn't happen again? What if she doesn't get another dumpling to come alive? You know? Yeah, this is like this is a big like empty nest sort of like story. Yeah, of like like extreme depression and like this is like a there's so much to talk about here, Josh. Like you're like you you saying that like opened up a whole another line of thinking that that we could go down yeah it's like really interesting how many layers there are to this this is a extremely well done like and well made yeah short well as far as story goes it might be the best short story absolutely i i 100 percent agree with that i don't know that it's that has been made not, i wouldn't call it like my favorite but i think that in terms of the the story i would agree that it's probably the best story i i think that this one in particular, and and it ends with the actual son coming back, and we we know that this is an allegory for her son leaving. And when the son comes back, he his dad sort of pushes him into the room while the mom is crying in bed, and he he sits on the bed and he sort of touches her leg and she shudders. She's like, no, and he goes to leave, and she grabs his shoulder, hugs him, and they eat a roll together on the bed. And it ends with them all making dumplings together him and his wife and her and their dad all making dumplings together and the wife is like really good at it i don't care who you are if you don't like cry during that bedroom scene like there's something wrong with you that is an amazing emotional scene it's a very emotional story in general what i will say i think is interesting this thing that pixar shorts have done is they've created a lot of, of short stories that don't involve talking. None of these these shorts involve talking. And in the same mm-hmm. sort of way, granted, it started with, with Gerald's game, or J- Jerry's game. It started way back then. Like, it, it, it feels like the beginning of Up to me. This one feels like the beginning of Up, where there's no talking. It's all... Let's let's get through this together. Let's let's create a world without saying a word. 
And I think that that's an incredible feat of animation, and I think that's an incredible feat of storytelling. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was excellent. It was, like, truly great. It shows how good, just in general, that the Pixar team can be when they, like, when they are given a short space. Like, that can, that is, like, some of the best art that Pixar has created has come in short. Absolutely. 100%. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. It was a little bit more serious, but... This was a, a very serious short, I think. So I think it makes sense for it to be serious. It was also super fun. Like, yeah. it, it is a fun one, too. And it is surprising, which, yeah. Yeah. And it, 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 I, I recommend it. If you if you haven't seen it and you listen to this, then you, you just missed out on seeing a really, really great short. And I recommend that you go see it. If you've already seen it and you just liked us talking about it, then uh, let us know on facebook twitter and instagram you can find us there at front porch disney you can find me at front porch josh yeah you can find me at front porch tony and this is actually one that we want to hear more about like i said there's like a thousand avenues that we haven't gone down with this yes. so if you have like other things that you want to talk about there like there's a ton here and, that we and can talk about. we always want you to talk to us especially with season three coming out here in a little while we definitely want to hear you guys' feedback about movies that we've done, movies that you'd like us to do. But especially with this one, make sure you use the hashtag Front Porch Talks so that we can see it when you post, and we will talk about it more. I, we, we definitely want to hear what you have to say. There's a lot to this short, and we would love to get your feedback and some of your thoughts. With that in mind, you can also find us on iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe. That really helps us to grow. Also, tell a friend. Tell them, you know, we've got uh, Season 3 coming out here in a little bit, and they should hop on board uh even if it's for one of these short summer episodes maybe as a as a starting point otherwise we will see you then we're going to be doing that we're going to be coming back out in about a month or so with all new episodes for season three and we are very excited and with that tony why don't you sing us out man what am i gonna sing i Um, I don't know a whole new world (laughs) uh that's that's it okay bye Hey, this is Adam Nutter. And this is Greg Trout. Come check out our podcast, Nerds with Words. Adam and I talk about pop culture, comedy, comic books, movies, conspiracies. We're both comedians and we might make you laugh. Every week we welcome a guest from the entire spectrum of pop culture and science and comedy. You can follow us on Twitter at NerdsWithWords1.